Well, with all this food and wine uh, happening um, last week, I certainly partook of quite a bit. And the festivals here in Melbourne, I, we need to be thankful. So I thought someone needs to say grace. And uh, that was Amazing Grace with the late Dr. Una Pingo with Paul Kelly, a slightly different version. The Melbourne Food and Wine Festival is a major culinary event on Melbourne's calendar because we're a foodie city. And among the most popular of the broad range of events would be a night at Attica, the world-class restaurant owned and chefed by Ben Shuri in suburban Elstonwick. Our reporter, Blinda Jackson, managed to get a ticket and went along this week for a night of Australian food, which challenged the idea of planting and using foreign plants, even down to the ubiquitous lemon tree, when there are plenty of local Indigenous options. Hi, Belinda. Hi, Graham. Thanks for having me back. Are you satiated? Oh, my goodness. I'm so full. I'm still full. I'm still full from last night. I had the most incredible experience. One of the signature events of the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, which is currently on at the moment, and it runs until the 2nd of April. And if if you haven't noticed around Melbourne, it's just all food, it's wine. There's some incredible events, events happening. You know, there's things like cheese dinners and I quite like the rubbish ramen um, at Tokyo Tina's which is about uh, not chucking everything in a scrap bin and but but you know making delicious food out of it what we'd otherwise throw out because as you know the restaurant industry is notorious for food waste and that's been something that a lot of chefs are now starting to take on but one of the things the dinner that I went to last night was a collaboration between Attica and Nuragunya, which is an Aboriginal edu- education group in southern New South Wales. Right. And this was about Australian food. So, Indigenous you know, food, you mean, do you? Well, Australian food. I mean, what what is Australian food? Do we? Is it a pavlova? You know. <laughs> decorated with fruit that did not come from Australia you know I'm not talking about Australia New Zealand even here I'm talking about where has the food come from that we that we eat our potatoes our carrots our our beans you know none of that comes from Australia and this was some of the conversations that were had over a nine course dinner last night at at Attica Um, and uh, Uncle Noel Butler who is an Aboriginal educator he was just passionate is not the word he was he was next level but he really made us think you know I was sitting with a couple of people who own a um, who run a farm out at Denali and we were talking about how you've got to have a lemon tree in your backyard but then um as he was pointing out, we've brought all of these uh, all of these plants from uh, from the northern hemisphere, completely different soils, and then we have change our land to accommodate that food that we eat. So why not look back and see what's here already? And what's here was an absolute feast. I mean, we were eating. Um, oysters mussels we had smoked emu there was um uh there was abalone we had the most sensational um uh kangaroo tail stew and uh, there were local cheeses uh you know and and instead of lemon there was things like lemon myrtle and then aniseed uh, anise myrtle gave that um uh, the, the fragrance to to the mussels that they were steamed with so it was about um it was about working with what the land provides and how that then benefits our... We're talking about land, we're talking soil, we're talking, you know, right down the basis, the beginning of where all food comes from. Right. And, and, you know, the fish that we ate that was cooked in ash and the pepperberry and things like that, everything, everything was sourced from 
from the land that's always been here. And it was just astonishing that the, the food were, and, and um, Ben Shuri, the, uh, the owner and, and chef of, um, of Attica, had been working with uh, Noel Butler and his wife Trish Butler, who were both educators, about, about this... Uh, uh, about this food and um, you know it's it's not just a collaboration that was a superficial one you could feel that there was a really deep connection between them right. and the the concepts about the food the food that we eat how it benefits you and I mean Noel went down you know right down into the spiritual level if we are talking about um, how our how we as humans uh, are fed by the earth and uh, and you know, and so if if the soil is good, then it creates good food, and then it creates healthy people. And you know, it was it was really going back down to that base level. But they okay. were just beautiful stories all night, gorgeous food, and I think it was a real, uh, a, an absolute success. There were quite a few famous faces in the audience. You know, the the dining room is not big. It was I think it was about sixty five people or so. Okay. Um, but uh, everybody was just enthralled with the with the stories that we had, and and, and I've got to say, uh, um, you know, it was ironic, and I think um, Noel pointing this out is is very, um, you know, he's very self aware that one of the highlights of the Mel- Melbourne Food and Wine festival you know one of the big ticket and the most expensive items is actually one about our own food about Australian food so there yeah it was it was a really multi-layered um dinner and it was I was I was so um lucky to have been there yeah well I I concur with that I had a similar experience in Adelaide that I'll talk about possibly next week and it's interesting that they're on the same wavelength because the Adelaide Convention Centre has invested heavily in indigenous ingredients and uh, I even asked the chef Gavin about you know what's the supply chain like if you because being a a huge kitchen the biggest kitchen in South Australia um, he's catering for thousands potentially at an event Uh, you know if you order a lot of a lot of ingredients like uh, Warrigal greens for example can you then order the same amount a few days later or uh, is that sort of stuff not available because it's sourced by indigenous communities? It's it's mostly picked. And he he said to me, "There's a very sophisticated supply chain out there now," and uh, so he feels very confident in being able to offer all these things like green ants as ingredients in uh, in the food that he offers there at the convention centre. So I'll talk about that probably next week. But uh, uh, that's intriguing that you should be on that sort of same uh, having that same experience here in Melbourne. Yeah, well, I think Adelaide is always, um, as, to me, um, having lived there on and off a couple of times, I um, I think there's always been possibly more of an awareness of it. And, and you know, down oh, yeah. at Central Markets, you'd always see, um, you know, various wild meats uh, there that you would not see in, in like, in the Melbourne markets, you yeah. know, in Queen Vic Market or... Yeah. or well, Piranha there's a big urban like Aboriginal community in Adelaide that you also don't see as much in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think I think probably you know Adelaide for a long time had um, one of the very few indigenous or Australian um, in food restaurants in in Australia. Right. Um, Adelaide had had it for a long time. Um, to see it go to that high level, you know, to to one of the world's top restaurants, which Attica is, um, was really fascinating. And, and, and you know, you, I t- I took away so much more from it. I was like, do I need to plant a lemon tree, or should I? Why don't I put a lemon myrtle in there? You know, because you pluck the leaves and then you dry them and then reduce them back to a powder and you get this 
you know, super delicious um, sprinkle, a citric sprinkle over the top of it, which which um, doesn't negate the the need for us planting um, yet more introduced species into Australia. So I wonder, if, can you squeeze a lemon myrtle leaf onto your flake and chips? I wasn't thinking of flake and chips. I was thinking of gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, brilliant. Belinda. Well, thank you very much for uh, for filling us in on that. Oh, you're welcome. And there's still time to grab some of the uh, you know some of the events for the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, which runs until the second of April. The website is melbournefoodandwine.com.au. Belinda Jackson there on her fascinating evening at Attica. You can check out Belinda's photo of a spectacular dish that looks like a bird's nest of native Kwandong fruit at our SoundCloud site, soundcloud.com forward slash Travel Writers Radio. This is the Travel Writers Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.